Yo, what's happening? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 430 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. This morning, I had this realization. Two things. So I'm telling two stories in this podcast. So number one, when I was in eighth grade going into ninth grade, I wanted nothing more than to make the basketball team. At the time, I really believed that I was going to play in the NBA. Having no idea the skill level of the people that I'm about to be playing against. But nonetheless, I wanted to play on the basketball team. So, 8th grade going to ninth grade, I was pretty fat. He's a chubby guy. So I remember the summer, I would wake up in the morning around 7 o'clock. I'd set my alarm to wake up early in the summer, 8th grade going into ninth grade. And the reason I remember I woke up that early is because at the park that I used to play basketball at, they would pass out free food for like kids at the park. And I believe they started like giving food like at 8 a.m. or something like that. So I wanted to play basketball and then eat some food. And I remember the food was like actually pretty damn good. And I got full. It was an awesome meal for the day uh, to get the day started. So I'd wake up most days, 7 a.m., be at the park playing. Like I'll be out there by myself on the court just drilling and practicing and working on my, my non-dominant hand. And that summer... I lost maybe like 10 to 15 pounds playing just always consistently. And then I ended up making the basketball team in, in ninth grade. And I played on the freshman team. Now, on the freshman team, I wasn't the best. I wasn't very good. I was decent. But I came off the bench. I got some decent playing time. But I was by no means the best. I was one of the slowest people on the team. We used to run these things called 22s. Oh, those bitches were just so difficult. We'd run the full court back and forth twice. We had to do it in 22 seconds. If we came in at 22.01, we had to run it again. And we had to keep running it until we made it. Which sounds ridiculous because like you get slower and slower and slower and slower. So you had to really dig deep mentally. It was no joke. And I was usually the one that was getting yelled at. It was me and like two other people. I didn't really make the runs very often. But freshman year going into sophomore year, I remember after the season had ended, I was like working really hard just in basketball. I was also doing some football stuff. But I was working pretty aggressively on my skills. And remember, I wasn't the best person on the freshman team. And on the junior varsity team, there were some great guys on there as well. But I'll never forget, one day after practice, I had six-period basketball. So we just finished practice in six-period. The school is over. Now it's time to pack up and go. And I'll never forget, 
my varsity coach had asked me, he's like, hey, would you like to play varsity in the summer for the team? And I still remember just the, the joy that I felt like I can't believe he asked me that. And I said, yes. So I started practicing that day. Like varsity had to practice like right after and I, and I started practicing with them. And I was the only person from the freshman team who played on varsity that summer. And there was one person from junior varsity who got asked to play for the summer. And I, was, I think there's two actually, if I remember correctly. And it was one of the most fun summers I've ever had in my entire life. Even to this day, I, I think that was the number one summer. I don't think I've had a summer that has beat that. We, I like all my friends are two years older than me. So I was a sophomore. I was in 10th grade while my friends were in 12th grade and they were going into their senior year. And like we got to hang out. We went to Big Bear, San Diego, Palm Springs, playing in tournaments, staying in a hotel, staying in a cabin. And to for all of us to travel together and eat meals together and to joke around and play pranks and to hang out with each other away from home and to mess around and to play basketball together and we win games together, we lose games together and just sharing some fun ass memories. And I'll never forget that. Like one of my, uh, the top summer from off the top of my head, it's like the best summer I've ever had. But then I like what I thought about that was like, wait a second. I remembered that I got asked to play varsity and I never really thought about it too much as to why is it that I was the person asked? There were so many other players who were better than I was on the freshman team and on junior varsity. But the coach asked me. And what I think the reason is is because he saw that determination. He saw that I wanted to improve and that I wanted to get better. And I was hungry for it. Even though I wasn't the best, I still gave it my all in practice. So that really made me think, like, have I always been this guy? So if I look back at my life, when I was in fourth grade, I quit soda. I was fat. I stopped. Eighth grade, I was fat as well, right? I quit, I quit eating mayonnaise in eighth grade. And I lost the weight. And then after I had graduated from high school, I gained a ton of weight because I thought being buff would help me get laid, but I did it wrong. I actually didn't get buff. I actually got fat. And then I lost 60 pounds in five months because I was afraid of having a heart attack because I saw this video in my health class and they showed this video of a guy having a heart attack and I was like, oh my God, that's going to be me when I'm 50. I got to lose that weight right now. So I lost 60 pounds in five months. I would get lightheaded, just 
stepping outside of my car. For my European friends, 60 pounds is like 25 kilos around there. I lost 25 kilos in five months. It's crazy. But anyway, I'm going back to the story, right? Like I asked my buddy, like a buddy that I went to high school with who played on the freshman basketball team with me. I actually I played with them all four years, even though I got kicked off the team sophomore year. Well, I won't say I got kicked off. I actually quit. I I own that mistake. I, I I quit the team sophomore year. I didn't like the junior varsity coach because I played varsity in the summer, but I actually played junior varsity during the the school year. And just we just did not get along, and I quit. But I asked my buddy who we played just so much basketball together. We shared the court for so like so many. I don't know if I shared the court more with anybody than this man. And I asked him, I was like, hey, like, I'm curious, like, is it surprising to you that I am where I am today? Or did you like, were you able to see like, see this coming, like see this coming? He's like, well, you know, you had like spurts of work ethic in high school. And there were times where you put that work in and you made something happen. But he said, I don't think you realize the full potential that you have and what you're able to do with work ethic until after you graduated. And I totally agree with that. But it just made me think of the value of hard work. Even if you may not be talented, other people might be smarter than you are, more skilled than you are. But if you show drive and work ethic and you are putting that in day in and day out, it's only going to be a matter of time before you pass up those people who are smarter than you, who don't work as hard, who are more skilled than you are, who don't work as hard, who has more experience than you do, who don't work as hard. It's a compound effect, right? We're always either getting better or we're getting worse. So while they have a head start on you and they are ahead of you, over time, their talent and their skill is going to dwindle down and you're eventually going to pass them up. Now, here's the beautiful thing. People who are further ahead than you are on the journey, they see that. They see that work ethic. They've experienced life and understand that they can see the value of someone who works their fucking ass off. And they want to, they want to reward that person. They want to give that person opportunities. You know, like, why is it that successful people want to mentor me and want to help me out? Why is it that People want to hang out with me. Why is it that I have an amazing social circle? Why is it that people are fucking messaging me all the time to go out to eat and hang out and constantly asking me for my time? Well, it's because I'm a fucking magnetic person because of that fucking work that I put in. And people can see that. They can see there's a difference between me and most people. Now, this isn't a podcast about me just fucking praising myself and and my ego. 
I want to relay that to you. You may not feel that, hey, I don't, maybe you feel like you don't have the skills or that you don't have the, the, the brain or the talent. Look, if you have the fucking work ethic and you're smart enough to put yourself in rooms where there's people who can help you out, who can mentor you, you're smart enough to invest in yourself enough to find yourself to strategically put yourself around people who can help you out and who are farther, further along the journey, it's only a matter of time before you connect with the right person, the right person who's happy to take you under, your, under their wing, who's happy to provide you with an opportunity, who's happy to point you in the right direction, who's happy to make introductions for you. It takes time. Your time will come. And I don't think that hard work really solidified in my brain until I worked at LA Fitness. And I had to come up with an extra $700 a month on top of my bills and expenses. And I was working in sales, so I was getting commission. I had to figure out a way to make an extra $700 a month to pay for a program coaching that I was taking and I worked my fucking ass off I worked my fucking face off I pushed myself so fucking hard it sucked it was brutal but I fucking did it I won I came out on top I made it happen and I was rewarded because of that and I was Not rewarded by little. I was rewarded handsomely because of the work that I put in. And after that, it fucking clicked in my brain. Hard work really does pay off. But it's day by day. You slug it out. It's difficult. You may not see any kind of end just yet. It's a fucking process. Success, my intuition says, is not an event. It's a process. Excuse me, I just had some some dinner. So with that being said, stay hungry, stay humble, stay willing to learn and listen and apply and just go after it every fucking day. Make it happen. Put your mind to something and just commit and just go all in. And you'd be surprised at the opportunities that get opened up to you for the work ethic and the stuff that you put in. I started podcasting every day for, um, I've been caught up podcasting every single day since May 5th, 2020. And here we are, June of 2021. I had no idea that because I decided to start podcasting every day that I'd get the idea to reach out to John Sonmez. I'd get the idea to reach out to Roland Frazier that got me in a position where I connected with Chris Voss and all the people that I connected with. And then connecting with the guy who writes a sales copy for ClickFunnels, who introduces me to the CEO of ClickFunnels, and I get interviewed by the CEO of ClickFunnels, which that interview comes out in two days, by the way. You can find it on ClickFunnels Radio. But look, I didn't know any of that shit was going to happen. I just made the decision. I'm going to go. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to be consistent. And I'm no, I'm by no means anywhere close to being done in terms of where what kind of results that I'm going to get from the work that I've been putting in with this podcast like amazing opportunities have fallen into my lap 
amazing things has happened to me because I put the work in. You, you, you just never know. There's like, there's like no way you can fucking predict it. There's no fucking way. Like you're one relationship away from your life changing forever. You don't know who's going to open what opportunity, what door for you. You don't know what you're going to invest in and just be at the right place at the right time. And because you put in work for so long, like all of that pays off. Like you have no fucking idea. I don't have any fucking idea. But the rewards have that have come so far from the work that I put in have been fucking phenomenal. And in my brain, the click has happened where it's like, ah, you stay consistent, you keep putting in the work, guess what? You will be rewarded. So, keep moving forward, amazing shit will happen. Work smart. Put yourself in position to be around the right people, okay? So, awesome. With that being said, yo, if you got some value from this, I'd appreciate if you went on iTunes and you... Uh, reviewed this if you reviewed the podcast i greatly appreciate that it helps me get more listeners and i'm able to change more people's lives if you're an avid listener and you're constantly like hey i really love this i love getting these lessons these nuggets like share with somebody like if you feel like this is really helping you out like imagine if you're able to share this with like a family member or a friend or someone who might need this right now who might be feeling down and out like is this worth it like you have no idea how you can change someone's life by just sharing something that's like, oh my God, like you don't know what someone might be going through, might be going through a depression, a hard time that just needs to hear the right message at the right time. So if you get value from this, if you're a fan of this, like please share this because I want to be able to change lives on a massive scale and like you can play a part in that. Like that'd be so awesome. So thank you for those who are helping me and are supporters of the podcast. Much appreciated. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.